What's up? I'm Liza. And I'm Cammie. Welcome to Laugh It's Funny. And what have we got today? I, we've got several things. Um, we do have a review. Praise! Ah. Everyone rejoiced. Actually, <laughs> just this one person. Um, so this is from Visual VV. Hey. And this is a review from Apple Podcast. They gave us five stars. Yes. <laughs> um, it says, so relatable. These stories are so funny and really made me think back to my time as a student. It's really funny to hear it told from a teacher's point of view. Can't wait to hear more. Well, thank you. We can't yeah, wait to share thank more. You. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for trusting us with your children, America. Yeah. Praise. All right, so we are moving onward with our Them Dates, though, series, right? This installment is going to be a little different because it's more of a conglomeration of things that we have decided are total deal breakers. Mm -hmm. And we've just kind of stitched all of them together into this lovely little package of a podcast for your listening pleasure so i think it should be like a combination because i can think of like personal experience so Mm -hmm. deal breakers from our dating but also Mm -hmm. like i might work in some student stories yes like cautionary tales yes based on my experiences with some students indeed and their weird behaviors in classroom these should also be deal breakers yes for our listeners agreed so okay well what is our first deal breaker well, I'm going to go down this little bulleted list we have here. Um, smokers and or dippers. Mm. And I'm trying to think back. I don't think I've ever steadily dated anyone who has been a smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see this guy once who dipped. He was a good old boy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to come across them. We live in the South. Um, but he dipped all the time, and he always had his spit cup with him or his Ugh. spit water bottle. <laughs> and I just think it's so disgusting because, mm-hmm. first of all, saliva, guys, it's it's not sexy. Mm-mm. Saliva is not sexy. Um, not in this sense, at least, because it looks like tar, and it smells like booty. Okay? So... <laughs> This this all came to a head for me. Like I was like, oh, he's a country boy. I'd never dated a full on country boy yeah. until this guy. And we went to the movies together. I don't remember what movie it was because all of it was overshadowed by me tripping over his dip cup oh, that he gross. had sat in the floor. Mm. He wasn't even going to throw it away. So this is actually twofold. Don't dip and be courteous yeah. because he wasn't even going to clean up after his own mess. And it tipped over and it spilled into my shoe. Oh, gross. delicious. It's so gross. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah. I was already kind of on the fence about this guy. I'm like, nope. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. No. It was pretty nasty. That's so gross. I once had a student, um, this was years ago at a different school that I, I was teaching, and this kid kept coming in, and I knew he was dipping in class because mm-hmm. he had that nasty water bottle, and it was a clear water bottle. Like, the balls on this kid was <laughs> um, phenomenal. So anyway, he was in class, and... Um, I pulled him aside and I was like, hey man, I can tell that you're dipping. Please stop. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I won't do that anymore. I was like, okay, cool, thanks. Mm-hmm. So then he comes in a few days later and I can see he's got the water bottle again. 
Mind you, this is like probably the fifth time that I've noticed it, right? So I've already approached him once, dead on. Mm. He still doesn't care. He's bringing it, and it's not even like he's trying to be discreet at this point. Yeah. So um, I'm in the middle of teaching, and I look at him, and I'm like, Juan, is that a dip bottle? And he was like, oh, this? And he points to his nasty clear water bottle, which has brown liquid in it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, is that your dip bottle? Because I told you that if you brought that into my classroom again, I would write you up. He was like, no, 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 it's sweet tea. Cool, drink it. That's absolutely what I said. (laughs) Yes! I said, if that's sweet tea, then drink it. He was like, what? I said, you heard me. You can either drink your sweet tea and not get written up, or you cannot drink your dip bottle and I will write you up. <laughs> so the whole class was watching him and he just like took a deep sigh Stop. and then chugged that shit. Shut up. How full not, was it? It was probably like, like two a, two inches, oh a little my. less than uh, two inches. Nope. Yeah. I'm serious. That's did he puke everywhere? He gagged. Like he <laughs> like Oh guys. It that's wasn't disgusting. audible, but he was gagging Ew. like right after he did it. You're like, yeah, um, take it all, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I just said, I said, are you good? He was like, yeah, I'm good. I was like, cool. You like your sweet tea? He was like, yeah, I'm good. Delicious. All right. Milo's has never seen better. (laughs) Carried on with class. I did not write him up, but he never dipped again. There you go. Sometimes you got to get creative in class. You do. Um, Wow. I did date somebody who was a smoker when I was in high school. Mm. So I... He was in high school. He was, like, two years older than me, and he thought he was hot shit, um, when really he just smelled horribly and constantly had to eat Altoids, Ew. which don't... Altoids don't mask... Nothing no, masks it. it doesn't. Yeah. It's disgusting. But some people can be truly convinced that they can they can mask it well. But for this guy, it wasn't working. I feel like... I, I'm now I'm pulling mm-hmm. memories from the recesses of my mind. Um, I never actually dated this guy. You know, sometimes you have makeout partners, right? right? And I unfortunately had a smoky makeout partner. It was gross. He was already kind of like questionable of a character. Yeah. It was a very weird time sketch. in my life. But mm-hmm. I thought, oh, it's probably not that bad. Like, he was a grown-ass man, and he had a job, and I'm like, that's that's attractive. Yeah. No. It was disgusting. It was it was nasty, yeah. is what it was. So, I was like, okay, good job. Good job! Actually, I did date someone very shortly, briefly, who dipped, and I remember he was very um, embarrassed by the fact that he dipped. So, it was like he had worse vices that he had overcome, and this was... A milder one to replace all the other horrible ones. Oh. So the nicotine helped, and um, every every time that he would go to dip, he was like he tried to be very almost sneaky about it. Like he didn't want he didn't want me to see him while he was spitting it out. He would like hide it, you know. Or um, one time he left a coffee cup full of this stuff on, on my table. And I just, I knew what it was, but I was trying to like straighten up. So I went to grab it and he beat me and he, he beat me to it. Not beat me. Oh, I was no. like, damn, we got other problems here. <laughs> no, he ran to the cup and was like, no, 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 I'll do it. Please don't like, don't touch it. It's gross. Like he didn't even want me to like handle it, look at it or anything. Well, at least he was so courteous. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Still. I mean, a, a, a lip full of A lip dip. full of dip. Right. You just have this, like, huge goiter. 
tumor of nastiness. Yeah, this huge symbolic tumor. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next on our list, weaklings. Oh no, (laughs) we're coming for you. Okay, now let me preface all of this by saying I am not one to judge those who are meek at heart. I know the Bible says something about like the meek will inherit the earth, whatever. I understand. But there's a difference in being like timid and shy and being a straight up wuss. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Um, and normally you guys with weaklings come over criers. Now this is, (laughs) this is from my straight female, straight white female point of view. Okay. I appreciate someone with emotions. I appreciate someone with sensitivities. But if you are crying every time I try to say something constructive about you, I mean, what what the hell? Yeah, that's intense. You know? Um, unfor- I want to know what, what this experience okay. is. Okay. What was it not? Is really, <laughs> what it was not was fun. Um, <laughs> I wasted a year and a half of my life. This is just my whole sob story. Welcome. Welcome to Laugh It's Funny, where Liza <laughs> cries about her bad dating decisions. <laughs> I dated this guy for a year and a half. And the whole time I was trying to convince myself that, you know, he was the one. I was like 24, Mm -hmm. I guess. I was like, I don't want to start over again. This is it. Ripe old age. (laughs) Yes, the ripe old age of 24. But anyways, he was so indecisive and so like overly sensitive about everything. And I remember distinctly... I tried to have a breakup conversation with him about a year in. I was like, I cannot do this. I can't. We're too different. And he started bawling his eyes out. Bawling his eyes out. You're not happy. <laughs> like, boo-hooing. And I'm, I'm, I hadn't even, like, genuinely revealed my true, very unfiltered thoughts, Mm -hmm. I'd try to spare him a little bit. So if he couldn't handle, like, the edited, sugar-coated version, I'm like, oh, shit, what have I done to myself? And so I I took pity on him. You never want to date someone you pity, people. It's not going to be an evenly yoked relationship Mm -hmm. at all. Um, and so evenly yoked, hello, the Southern Baptist in me runs, runs deep. Um, and I just, I knew exactly, I was like, yeah, I get it. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I took pity and I continued dating him to the point that, okay, do you guys remember Teen Mom? Did you watch Teen Mom? Uh, a little Like, bit. the first generation with, like, so. Caitlin and Amber. Yes. Okay, well, I was Amber in this relationship. I treated him like okay, shit. Yeah. I would... She was, like, abusive, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder he was crying. No, this happened after he cried because I thought... Well, maybe if I can, like, smack some sense into him. I, I didn't like... It wasn't, like, domestic up in here. We right. weren't calling the popo. Right. But I remember one... I just hauled off and smacked him because he wouldn't just say what he was, like, yeah. trying to... It just pissed me off. I'm like, how do you not know what you want? He was mm-hmm. two years older than me. I'm like, how do you not know what you want? Yeah. So, it's, it's very hard being in a relationship with 
someone who has a very strong personality and someone else who mm-hmm. is very um, wishy-washy, very unsure about a lot of things. Right. And on top of that, very sensitive. So it was not a happy time. And I remember the night that I actually broke up with him, I was cat-sitting for my aunt. That's like <laughs> the most single white female statement I could ever say. I was cat-sitting for my aunt. Um, she was out of town. Um And I remember texting him saying, don't come over because I just want to be alone. Because I had enjoyed just the silence and the peace of no one sobbing. Yes, the cat wasn't crying, guys. (laughs) And so he was like, can I just call you at least? I'm like, I guess. So he called me. And he was like, why won't you, why don't you want me to come over? I miss you so much. I'm like, I don't miss you. You's always around me. I never have a chance to miss you, boo. And so I said, I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, I know we had that talk, but I don't, I'm not in this. And I don't think that it's good for either of us. So let's just call it. And he's like, you, you can't do this to me over the phone. At least bring it, bring up me to my face. I said, Fine, bring your ass down here. So he did, and he sat on the front steps and bawled his eyes out. Oh. It's not attractive. Mm -hmm. Being being pitiful is not attractive at all. I feel like girls get the rep of being criers, Mm -hmm. but the the girls that I'm friends with, when we talk about crying, the the Whenever I'm crying, it's because I'm angry. Angry. Same. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I can't even control the fact that I'm crying. Yeah. Where I think there are some girls who can like turn on the waterworks and be mm-hmm. very dramatic for attention. I but when I'm crying, like <laughs> you can 100% believe that I don't want you seeing me cry. Yeah. Like I am not doing it for your intention, your attention. And in fact, I'd rather be like holed up somewhere. Exactly. Without an audience. All I have to say is, if I'm angry and I'm crying, you better be glad I'm crying, and you better not be around when I stop crying, okay? Anyways, but yes, that's my weakling slash overcryer story. It sucks. Hmm. It's awful. Well, I didn't really have experience with that, but one of my um, hard nose is anyone who is like blatantly rude to their parents? Yes. Or to strangers. Mhm. You know, like so if I hear you talking to your mom on the phone and you're talking to her like she's a piece of shit, mhm. when actually she carried your ass for 9 months mm-hmm. and fed you and clothed you mm-hmm. and God knows what else, which now as a mom, I can see all the little sacrifices that I make mm-hmm. to make sure my kid is safe and happy and healthy. Um, I I already know that there are things in this little four year old's life that he'll probably he'll probably never find out, and so I dare him to talk to me the way that I've heard some guys mm-hmm. speak to their mothers, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be game on. Be catching some hands, basically with his teeth. So <laughs> I'm just not having it. Um, and then I was out on a date once, and this was with the guy who was a smoker, and the waiter had walked away and he snapped his fingers to get the waiter's <gasps> uh-uh. attention. Nope. Yes. Nope. I've never even seen that. But just watching like it. In like in movies with bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Are you in the mob? Like, what's going on? Um, I don't know. I've also heard that you can tell how a man will treat you based on how he treats his dog. 
Yes. So if he's good to his dog, he's probably going to be good to his significant other. That's got to... <laughs> Is it you do you think it's true? I think it's true. Yeah. Cuz if you're way. if if you treat an animal who has no way to defend itself well, then mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then you're going to yeah. treat someone with feelings and you know, their yeah. own defenses and all that. Right. Well, I agree. I've never I don't think I've had any experience with well, Slick Rick probably talked to his grandparents pretty bad. Pretty bad. Mm. Back but in high school. He was probably angry because he was so cold with no hair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, give him, we'll give him that pass. I recently, okay, true story. I got curious and looked him up. Did after, you? Yes. He was a photographer and he lived overseas, like in Germany uh-huh. and in England. And he used to do photography over there. What does he do now? I don't know. He stopped posting after 2016. That's odd. I know. Huh. I know. Huh. It's crazy. That so, is crazy. So, he didn't end up in jail, I guess. Well. And he does not have a bald head. He grew all of it back and more. All of it? All a of it. whole head of hair. A whole head. And a beard. Oh, Tell my her. God. I know. Making up for lost time. Who is she? Okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red flags for abuse. Yeah, I would just say any guy who... Or girl. Or girl. You know? Like, you know, if me. If you see them being aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've seen it, I've seen it at work, mm-hmm. like, in the classroom. I've seen, for example, a couple years ago, there was a boy and a girl who constantly, they weren't even dating, they were just friends, but mm-hmm. they constantly goof off during class. Yeah. But the girl was better at one-liners than he was. Ooh, so they yeah. would banter back uh-huh. and forth, and inevitably, she would shut that shit down. Yeah. And because he didn't know what else to say to top it... He would just forcefully grab her. like, And he was big and she was tiny. And I saw him one time jerk her up by her arm. Um, and I just like lost it and pulled him outside. And I was like, you, you cannot, can't do that. Yeah, you cannot pull people like that. He was like, well, I don't know what the problem is. I was like, look, I don't know what you're used to, but that is not how you handle women. And he just shrugged it off. Mm. And then probably a couple months after that, he got in trouble for hitting a girl at school. So, not I feel like those little red flags, you know, yeah. like someone aggressively grabs you, mm-hmm. that's not, no, that's yeah. not happening. Um, not a good thing, but I, I think, go ahead. I think it goes hand in hand with, we have stalker tendencies and clingy AF also on this list. I am reading them exactly like I've typed them. So. Oh God, you just, <laughs> I just I remembered. Yeah. So I think any stalker tendencies being clingy, those are definite like gateways to abuse as well. Yeah. I dated this guy in high school. He was my first like serious boyfriend after, you know, the dude that I went in the chapel with mm-hmm. at church, whatever, the Sunday school room, whatever. Um, and he was very controlling, and he wanted to know where I was at all times. This was before text messages, yeah. so he would call and leave mm-hmm. me voicemails. And he would leave the psycho voicemails that would be, like, really yeah. sweet on one hand, and then he would call back and not leave one. And then he would call back again and leave one and be like, I don't know where you are, but you said you were going to be here, so if you're not here, what are you doing? Who are you with? Blah, blah, blah. Like, really paranoid-type messages. And I remember... 
we ended up having this conversation very closely to to when I finally broke up with him. That boy was like a booger. I tried to break Stop. up with his ass for four months, and it wasn't ever working. This is the guy that made me hold his hand when I was driving. I'm like, damn. Anyways, but um, I was talking to him at my parents' house. He was over. We were watching TV or something. And I said, well, I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight. All of my friends were guys, by the way. You know, since Mm -hmm. the feud with my best friend in seventh grade happened, I never trusted women after that Mm -hmm. um, until college to be friends with them. But uh, there's a lot of layers here, guys. A lot of layers. Um, But I was talking to him, telling him I'm going to go hang out with them at the coffee shop that we always went to. And he was like, why do you always hang out with them? Like, they're losers. And I said, they're my friends. So you don't get to talk to them or yeah. you, you don't get to talk about them that way. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they're losers. They're never going to get laid. They're never going to get a girlfriend. And I'm like, first of all, why are you so concerned about them getting laid? And like, it was like mm-hmm. a thing. Cause I like, I was so innocent. So that like shocked me yeah. to hear him say that. And I was like, you don't get to talk about them. If you can't handle that, then you need to leave and we don't need to be together. And he started to raise his hand at me. I said, you hit me. Please hit me now. Hit me now. I wish a bitch would. I wish you would. My daddy, whoop your ass. So (laughs) anyways, but then he left, you know, but it did take me four months to break up with him. And I had to send my mom and my brother to his house, loaded the car with all of the things that he bought me. Because he was like a present giver. Because mm-hmm. he was trying to buy my affection. Because oh, yeah. he wanted control of me yeah. all the time. It was not healthy. It's funny how those go together. And shortly after we broke up, he started dating another girl at our lunch table. And three months after they graduated, he got her pregnant. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, damn. And he still works in town. Oh, damn. He fills the sodas at the local grocery stores. Oh. So I see him all the time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Spoiler alert. I'm cuter. (laughs) So he got a Time has been much kinder to me. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. So. Well, that that reminded me of a guy that I dated in college who was so sweet and funny. And what attracted me to him is we had a, a literature class together and he was very much well, okay. So you like, you know, the lonely Island. Yeah. Okay, that kind of humor is I my got a nautical thing. Yeah. Catch me in an Afghan. I had the biggest, <laughs> I still have the biggest crush on Andy Samberg. Same. Um, but now all he guys, has great hair. Yeah, he does. And, and Norma and, and Akiva, all of them. And like, great face. Big. I'm a huge fan. So anyway, mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of humor that I really fell in love with when I was younger Mm -hmm. in college. So this guy that was in my lit class had this very dry sense of humor also. Mm -hmm. And, um, we got to talking and every day after class, we would basically make fun of everyone else in class. Like that was our little routine. And, um, he invited me out for coffee, which is like, you know, like the intro non-threatening date in college. Mm -hmm. Hey, you want to go get some coffee? Yes. And one of our and our dates were so fun because every time we would go out and get coffee, one of us would start a fake fight. Like we pretended we were a couple. This oh my was god! When we were just friends. Oh my god! And uh, we pretended that we were a couple, and he would start yelling. <laughs> 
and it was this game to see who could yell the loudest at the other person. So oh it was my like God. this dispute, and we were just like making it up on the fly. And oh my it God. Was so funny. <laughs> anyway, that probably should have been a red flag. Yes. Like, it, probably for both of us. I don't know, because I enjoyed Fighting it. Fighting for fun. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, and I never fight. Like, uh, in most of my relationships, yeah. I am pretty passive. Sure. Um, which is not a good thing. But I'm learning. So anyway, this guy um, started inviting me on, like, real dates. And he was part of a sketch comedy group. Oh, my God. That's with, awesome. With his two best friends that they had started in a smaller town outside of where we went to college. And they actually did really well. Like, they had their own YouTube channel. Um, they won a video contest for MTV and got to direct a music what? video for an indie band at the time. That's awesome. Yeah, they were, like, going places. And of those three, one of them now is an actual actor. Like, I was watching a movie on HBO one night, and this guy came up. I was like, holy shit, that's so-and-so. Um, so anyway, this boy that I was dating, though was the quietest one out of the three of them. Like, he, very introverted. But mm. his sense of humor was even funnier to me because he was so introverted. Yeah. Um, he was unsuspecting. Right. And I later found out that he had never dated anyone. Oh. Right. So then we start dating, and it was just very casual dating, maybe a couple weeks. Um, and after a couple weeks, I decided that I wanted to actually, like, go back and get together with a long-term boyfriend that I was kind of on and off with at the sure. time. Um, and so I told him that I couldn't see him anymore, and he just, like, lost it. Like, he started blowing my phone up, um, and I had explained it. I was very honest. I was mm-hmm. just like, hey, look, this isn't for me after all. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, and kind of explained it to him the best that I could, kind of like what you said, sure. as painlessly as possible. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, threatened he threatened to end his life <gasps> like said that he and he's no. living he still lived with his parents like his parents had this huge house so he had like the whole upstairs to himself and he was like I, i'm gonna get all these pills and i'm gonna take all this alcohol and just oh like God. he was like and this is all your fault <gasps> i remember him saying no matter what anyone tells you this will be your fault wow yeah and so wow. this was probably in may of that school year psychotic so, yeah, so when this happened, I was able to go home for the summer. So I was able to get some distance from him. So he threatened it one time. Then I worked at the YMCA that summer. And I remember being at, like, on my shift a few weeks later. And my phone started buzzing. And I looked at my phone. And I had 26 text messages from him. They all, same, they all said the same sentence. It Ew. said, you are a effing C word. And it was just sent 26 times. So my phone was just like, and I went home and showed my mom and my mom made me like change my phone number. Um, and we tried to get a restraining order, but there's a lot of like specifications. Right. Right. So, um, then he, a couple weeks after this, I'm not like, like I'm remembering all this now and I'm just like, holy shit, what is my life? Oh my God. My cousin was in labor. Um, and, and I was the, I'm the godmother. Yes. So I was in the labor, I was in the delivery room and I am legit holding my cousin's leg in the air and like telling her push, push. My phone starts buzzing again. And I look down and it's him threatening 
to kill himself again. And he's like, I'm going to do it. This is all your fault. Blah, blah, blah. You should have loved me. Blah, blah, blah. I never told him I loved him. Like, we never took things, like, way too far. It was two weeks. Oh, yeah. It was very short. Holy crap. So, as I'm holding my cousin's leg in my left hand, in my right hand, I'm texting his friend. And I'm like, hey, you need to go check on him. Like, I'm not even anywhere near you guys, but he's threatening crazy things. So, thank God his friend took me seriously. And they, like, went over there and got his parents. And his parents went upstairs and got him. And got him some help. Because he really was trying to abuse substances that Oh, my God. It was a mess. So, then, fast forward, um, like, I was probably 19 when that happened. I got engaged when I was 21. Yeah. Um, and when I got engaged, the, I would say the night that I got engaged, uh, we went to the mall in a bigger city nearby. Mm -hmm. And so while we're in the mall walking around, I'm like, at this point, I'm like three hours away from where I went to college. Mm -hmm. Right. And I haven't heard from that guy in two years. So we're inside this huge mall, and we decide to go eat dinner at one of the restaurants in there. So we're sitting down. There's tables all around. And I look up, like my new fiancé sitting across from me, and I look up, and two tables behind the fiancé, this guy, the same guy, is staring at me. <gasps> no! Yes. Lifetime! Yes. Lifetime, you yes. have a new movie! He was sitting there with his mom. For some reason, they had traveled to this city. They traveled two hours to this city and were in the same restaurant. And her back was to me, but he was sitting on the other side. So he and I were facing each other. Uh -uh. And as soon as I saw him, I just, I could feel the blood drain from my face. And, um, and so anyway, we, I didn't say anything to him. I just looked down and I refused to like look back at him. And then we left the restaurant, went home. And I remember I opened my computer up to check my email, and I had an email from him. Oh, my God! <laughs> and he was like, um, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. I've been thinking about you. You looked beautiful. Of course you have, you psycho. Yeah, he was like, you looked beautiful. I hope you're happy. And I emailed him back, and I said, hey, um, I did see you. Thank you for what you said. That's actually not just a boyfriend. That's my fiancé. And um, I just hope that you can understand that I can't keep emailing Contact you. with right. you, yeah. Yeah, this is inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And he emailed me back. He said, yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Good luck in your marriage. And so then I, you know, closed my computer. The next morning I woke up and there was a follow-up email. And it was like, I didn't mean anything of what I said. <laughs> like, he was like, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. I hope your marriage sucks. Like, you're a horrible person. <laughs> I was just like, oh. I'm sorry. We're laughing. He is <laughs> ill. He is not well. Right. You're probably right. He's probably. <laughs> so, I Shoot. don't know. That's heavy, man. I know. And I think I just, I, I haven't thought about that since I was like, oh I haven't thought about that probably God. in eight years. Wow. And I never heard from him since then. Um, so sometimes I get curious and I like look up their sketch group just to see what they're up to. Yeah. And I think it just fell apart. Like I think the one that became an it's actor. It's all your fault. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one, I don't know what he's doing, but I hope he's happy somewhere else. I mean, I feel bad that maybe I drove him to some weird point, but at the same token, like it was never that serious. Oh my God. So that's insane. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> could you imagine? No. 
Wow. I know. So now whenever I see students walking around. Yeah. And and I can, because we hear everything. You can see, you can look at two people, even if they're not talking, and you can tell exactly what role they're playing in their relationship. Oh, yeah. For sure. By far. Yeah. So that's that's definitely a thing. And I try to keep myself a little more attuned to... Like that kind of body language and the tone and things that I overhear. Mm-hmm. Because I remember one student, um, she has been dating this guy. She's been dating this guy, I guess, like a year or something. But one day they were in a fight and he was talking so poorly to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know the guy, but I looked at him and I said, hey. Whatever it is, it's probably not that serious, and you need to lower your voice and soften your tone a little bit, Mm -hmm. because this right here is not okay with me. So, Something that's always creeped me out about other people is, like, that that juxtaposition between, like, their normal, everyday behavior Mm -hmm. and personality versus how they are when they become super angry. Yes. Yes. If that version of them when they're angry is alarming, it's that's probably a red flag. That's a little more um true to probably who they really are. And they're probably just a really good actor. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Because I've seen that. Lesson trust no one. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen a few guys who you know, on their normal day, they are the nicest guys ever. Mm-hmm. But then when they're really angry, I mean, they they really flip. It's scary. Yeah, it's scary. It's mm-hmm. alarming. And I am not here for it. Like, if you scare me yeah. with your behavior, well, I'm gone. I feel like there's two two sides to this coin. They're either really scary when they're angry or it's like they're really annoying when they're angry because they're acting angry just for the sake of acting angry, which tells you that there's something happening Mm -hmm. in their mind. That's like, I need this attention. I need attention. So I'm going to act angry instead of acting like a normal human being. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I can deal with that, Mm -hmm. but the scary, annoying, angry, no, Mm -mm. sir. No, thank you. Oh my gosh. Like, if somebody raises their voice at me the wrong way, I'm like, Excuse you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm I'm deep. What did you say? I think that's why I always dated skinny guys, because I just felt like, okay, you cannot physically overpower me. (laughs) Like, this is, sure, this is a safe bet. Like, let's do this. (laughs) The weakling that I dated, (laughs) after we broke up, we were sitting at dinner, and my brother said, you know... I'm really glad you're not together because I really just want you to end up with somebody who could save you if, like, you got in trouble or got in a fight. Yes. I was like, you know what? You're right. Right. That's so true. I brought in my husband, who, well, future husband, and he, like, trained MMA and stuff, and he was mm-hmm. like, okay, I approve. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's like, not is to this say- better? I'm, I'm hiring not a husband, but a bodyguard. <laughs> That's not to say that skinny guys can't protect you. True, true. But I definitely have seen skinny guys who who would not even try. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Or even like a, a bigger guy who wouldn't try. Mm-hmm. That's that's important because I'm looking at you from a very primal um, perspective sometimes. <laughs> yes. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if shit goes down, can you protect me? Yes. 
Or am I protecting you? Yes. And if I'm protecting you, we are shit out if of luck. If I pass out for some reason, can you carry my thick ass right. where I need to go? <laughs> What's going on here? Also, also my thick ass. Yes. <laughs> yes, Cammy. Maybe you're thick of me, y'all. Yigger. Hey. Get it. Oh, my gosh. I'm just trying. Well, do we have any other stories to share? I think that's about it. I think I'm good. So that's a lot of information, and this has been kind of a roller coaster ride. It has. Um, but damn, if but someone had I warned know. me, I know seriously. At 16, yes, I would have dodged all these bullets. Yes, <laughs> dodgeball champion of the world. <laughs> Dodgeballs. Yeah. So <laughs> those two. Those two. Those two. <laughs> we hope that you guys learned something from that. Yeah. Let this. Let all of our lessons be worth it. For the love of God. Truth. Somebody truth if if no one learns from our, our lessons and mistakes i mean right what if i never we've have a wasted daughter? our time i know oh. what if i never have a daughter that i can give this information to this valuable information? exactly so cool all right guys well guys uh don't forget to subscribe no matter what platform you're following our podcast on give us a review follow us on instagram at laugh it's funny podcast and don't forget, laugh at yourself. That's right. For anyone else can. Yeah, true. <laughs> Bye. Bye.